call to order the Peace River Town Council regular meeting for Monday, June the 14th, 2021. Uh, let the record show that we started one minute after five due to uh, a technical glitch. And, um, so uh, there has, there, uh, Mr. Parker, I understand you're adding uh, one item to the agenda? That, that is correct, Your Worship. Uh, and, section 14, uh, FOIP Division 2, exception to disclosure. Okay. Section 21, disharmful uh, to intergovernment relations. Okay, very good. Um, and no deletions? There are none, Your Worship. And uh, um, I think I can uh, take a motion to accept the uh, agenda as, uh, uh, as amended. Is so moved. Okay, all in favor of Mr. Scanlon's motion. That'll take us to uh, the minutes of the May 25th, 2021 regular council meeting. And uh, we'll, if there's any additions or deletions, <laughs> but that confirms it and at 5.13 I'll be. Yeah, I think if you don't click on it, you can do 5.13 regardless. So either you can start now or wait. Okay, I am uh, disappearing right now. So please, uh, Ms. Manzer, take over. Okay, th thank you. Um, so Mayor will be back after technical stuff is solved. So for the adoption of the minutes, uh, you have those in front of you. So for the May 25th, any uh, changes that should be made to those minutes of note? I would uh, move the minutes as uh, presented, uh, Deputy Mayor. Thank you, Mr. Needham. Any discussion? All those in favor? It is carried. Thank you. Um, Mr. Parker, no public hearings? There are none, uh, Deputy Mayor. No presentations? There are none. So we're into bylaws. And the first one, request for decision with respect to bylaws 2094, 2095, 2097, 2098. And who's going to lead us through these? I am Deputy Mayor. Okay, Mr. Town. Um, evening, uh, Deputy Mayor and Council. Um, about a month, maybe six weeks back, Council received uh, debenture bylaws for capital projects as part of our 2021 capital uh, improvement plan. As a requirement of the Municipal Government Act, we are to have these in place prior to proceeding um, and incurring costs on said projects. So uh, we have done the first reading on these bylaws for these four projects. They have um, received their requisite um, advertisements. So they hit the uh, local newspaper on April 20, no, sorry, May 6th and then May 12th. Um, as well as on the town's uh, webpage and posted in our, our front office. Um, and no petitions have been received as of uh, the due date for the, um, as allowed within the, the Municipal Government Act. So, so based on this, um, staff are advising that we could proceed on second and third reading for these four bylaws. Um, the first one, 2094, is the debenture for the sand and salt shed a 10-year debenture at $425,000. Uh, the second bylaw, 2095, is a debenture $75,000 over five years for the 103rd Street Playground. 
2097 is 300,000 over 10 years for um, Saddleback Park. And I will say that the estimated payment amount, now that I'm looking at it, is incorrect. It is not $60,000 per year. A debenture of that amount over 10 years, the debenture payment would be about 37, 38,000 per year. Um, and then the final one is the Athabasca Hall storage debenture 35,000 over five years and estimated annual payments at 7,224. Um, so that's the information, pretty cursory information. We had seen the um, uh, financial impact, debt burdens, et cetera, in the RFD that came to council five or six weeks ago. Um, if council has any questions about that or, or this information, um, please ask, otherwise, uh, staff recommendations are to provide second and third reading for the four bylaws. Mr. Ford. Um, yes, I had a, uh, a phone call from uh, one of our local reporters today. And uh, just so that I make sure I get his questions answered correctly. So the debenture for the, uh, for the uh, hall, that is specifically to do with the, uh, the moving and renovations, et cetera, to move some of the artifacts and everything from the museum. Am I correct in saying that? Um, that's, that's storage and rolling storage units. Director Bell could speak to it, but um, um, I don't know if you're familiar, but um, it's storage units on tracks. Um, you're able to put uh, storage in a confined area. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the use will be, um, but it will be items that the uh, museum has accepted and, and needs to be stored properly. So I can uh, point uh, my contact that was asking me those questions to contact Tanya tomorrow then? I think that'd be easiest, yes. Okay, so perhaps we'll look at the uh, bylaw 2094, the one for the sand and salt shed. Um, so we've uh, discussed all of these items several times before, I believe, as Mr. Town was saying. Uh, would someone care to bring forth a um, motion for second reading? Uh, Mr. Good. Okay. Uh, any discussion? Okay. All those in favor of... Um, Second reading to bylaw 2094, a bylaw authorizing the Council of the Municipality to incur indebtedness by the issuance of a debenture in the amount of 425,000 for construction of a sand and salt shed. All those in favor? Great, it's carried. Um, would someone care to move third reading? Madam Deputy Mayor, I'll, I'll move to third reading. Okay, um, I believe so are you moving third reading or moving to have third reading? I think we go directly to third reading, don't we? That yeah. is correct. Thank you. Yeah, yeah you're okay to do that, Ms. Downing? Yes, I am, Madam. Okay. So uh, moving to third reading of bylaw 2094 with the same uh, description as for second reading. So all those in favor? Carrie, thank you. Bylaw 2095, which is the 103rd Street playground at the south end of town. Anyone care to move to second reading of that? Madam Deputy Mayor, I'll move that we go to second reading for, uh, for the 
I'm sorry, uh, a bylaw 2095, um, the issuance of a debenture in the amount of $75,000 for the replacement of the 103rd Street Playground. Thank you. Any con uh, further discussion? All those in favor of second reading? It is carried. Thank you. Uh, would someone care to move for third reading? That we go, Mr. Ford. Uh, moves that we go to third reading for bylaw 2095. Any further discussion? No, all those in favor? Third reading? Great, it is carried. Then we're bylaw 2097. This is for Saddleback Park. So weren't we just supposed to do a motion to go to third reading and then do third reading, right? No? No, no because I think we've already done, we're not doing one, two, and three all together. Anything. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, Mr. Mayor, then we're on 2097 and we're looking at second reading, if you could carry oh, on. Oh, I see. Okay. 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 Uh, any uh, questions for administration on on the debenture bylaw for uh, Saddleback Park? If not, I will uh, entertain a motion to for second reading on this item. Okay, Mr. Scamhorn, all in favor? And who wants to do third reading? Uh, Mr. Needham, all in favor? Great. Um, and that one has passed. So we're now going to bylaw 2098. This is a debenture bylaw for Athabasca Hall archive storage. As the, um, I'm assuming this is second reading. And uh, is there a, uh, is there any questions that councillors may have for administration on the archive storage? If not, uh, I will entertain a motion to go to, uh, Mr. Good already has his hand up for a second reading and uh, all in favor of Mr. Good's motion. Great. Uh, and who would, who would like to do third reading on this? Ms. Manzer, all in favor? Yeah, I thought Mr. Scamoyer is gonna wait for the contrarian for you. <laughs> okay. All very necessary, all very necessary. I just wanted to know if he had forgotten to ask for a recorded vote. Um, great, so now we're on a request for decision regarding DeVenture bylaws 2100 and 2101. Uh, bylaw 2100 uh, deals with the wastewater treatment plant secondary clarifier upgrade. Uh, and uh, who, who's gonna lead the discussion on this, Mr. Parker? Is Mr. McQuaig? Uh, I, uh, these are these are debenture bylaws, so I will. So there's no okay. Yep. Um, so council has, and I'll talk about them separately to try to keep them separate. Uh, the first bylaw for 2100 is the debenture bylaw for the second or the um, wastewater treatment plant clarifier upgrade, secondary clarifier upgrade. This was a project that council had approved a few weeks back, and needed to identify the funding for. So at this point, um, staff had identified that about $450,000 of um, kind of leftover surplus MSI and federal gas tax monies were available, but the rest would have to be debentured. Um, 
So there's a bylaw before council and we are looking for first reading of the bylaw, which would allow us to then go about our advertising um, and making it available for, for public comment. There is information on um, the financial impact of this. And by doing so, we'll increase our projected debt capacity, um, which is right now about 65.2% up to 66.4%. Um, and then decreasing over time after that, again, subject to um, uh, that that is taken on in the future. So again, those are projected numbers, but are based on our capital improvement plan. Um, um, but does not factor in estimates of unknown or emergent items. Okay. So as I um, said, uh, we are looking for first reading for bylaw 2100, which is a debenture of three point or 1.36 million. Right, is um, there uh, anything in the pipeline with regards to grants? Um, or are we going to make, just make a special appeal to uh, the provincial government for emergency funding? Sir, I I'm going, I don't know. we now have access to the municipal grant system, which was a process that took several days. Right. Um, now that we have access, that's something that I'll be pursuing tomorrow. Okay. And I will prepare a briefing note prior to the meeting with the minister on Monday and have that information to council. Okay, and uh, uh, that's good to know. And uh, and as you're saying, you just need first reading so you could advertise it. Um, but uh, if there's any further questions from councillors for either Mr. Town or uh, or Mr. McQuaig, uh, now would probably be the time to ask. Not if not, I'll uh, I'll take an, a motion to for first reading on bylaw twenty one hundred. Uh, Ms. Manzer, all uh, all in favor of first reading? Mr. Scamhorn? <laughs> okay, very good. Maybe it's just a, a delay in the <laughs> video feed. Absolutely. It's this lousy TELUS optic that someone convinced them to put into That you got for free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. So uh, that should satisfy you for the time being, at least, Mr. Town. Uh, do you want to go into the into the debenture bylaw for the purchase of the Quint aerial apparatus uh, bylaw 2101? When I first saw this, I thought it was for a drone, but. <laughs> and, and I do, uh, similar to the uh, bylaw we just done, we're looking for first reading. Um, on this bylaw, and again, just to let the public know that um, there is a requirement within the Municipal Government Act that we do have our borrowings in place before we um, proceed on uh, generally incurring costs, or we could do pre-planning and, and that type of stuff, but uh, these bylaws should be in place before we uh, incur significant costs on, on uh, projects, especially those that are significantly debt-funded. Uh, so again, looking for first reading on this one, which will allow for the advertisement period and um, allow public to uh, provide input uh, based on that and uh, have that in place prior to second and third readings in the future. Okay. Um, any questions? 
I know we beat this to death, but uh, Ms. Manzer? Uh, Mr. Mayor, I just note that in the briefing that it says that this is expected to last a life, well, have a lifetime of 30 years. So um, that's significant and a good thought or a good thing, I guess. Yeah, I'll probably be six feet under in 30 years. Uh, uh, Mr. Ford, do you want to uh, do the honors for uh, first reading on this particular bylaw? You betcha. I'll make that for um put this forward for first reading on bylaw 2101. All in favor? Okay, uh, it's done. So I'll go back to the agenda. Um, so there's a request for decision on bylaw 2102, legislative remediation bylaw part one. Um, anybody want to uh, to uh, lead the discussion on this? Anyone from administration wanted to uh, give a verbal overview? Uh, I'll be doing that again, Your Worship. So as we discussed at the Governance and Priorities meeting last week, um, staff have identified as part of a bylaw review project um, several, and when I say several, um, more than 100, uh, bylaws that should be repealed uh, for various reasons, whether they um, were improperly kept at the time, uh, they have become redundant for various reasons. They have um, been legislated out or, or like I said, various reasons. So the bylaw that's come before um, council today starts out, it's an omnibus bylaw, which would repeal all the bylaws listed within the schedule to assist council to review those bylaws or inspect them, um, plus allow the public to do the same. There's a website that has been set up at peacerever.ca slash bylaw repeal. It's within the, the text of the report. And then from there, there are links to uh, all the bylaws that are, that are um, we're looking to repeal here. So again, I'm looking for first reading on this bylaw. Um, we'll do advertising um, to show or let the public know that this is happening. Might generate a little interest. People want to go back and see what bylaws from the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s that are still active and maybe have opinions on those. Um, but again, by passing first reading tonight, um, that'll allow us to start that advertising process open up for public questions and allow council to uh, um, okay. ask questions on this also. Any questions of Mr. Town? Um, so I, hearing none, I'm assuming somebody wants to jump, jump in and make a uh, first reading. Uh, Ms. Downing, great. You got your name on the, uh, <laughs> on the agenda. <laughs> I did have it earlier, Your Worship. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. So Just in I case. Like first okay. read. All, in, all in favor? Okay, very good. Done. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have a bylaw to repeal bylaw 2076. And this is bylaw 2100. Is 2100. 2103, sorry. 2103, Your Worship. Yes, uh, before uh, Your Worship and Council is uh, bylaw 2103, 
Uh, the purpose is to uh, repeal bylaw 2076, uh, which uh, at this time is unenforceable uh, due to the way that we had developed the bylaw and the changing of the way the province is actually recording uh, cases. Uh, so this was discussed at the uh, GMP meeting and the recommendation was to repeal the bylaw. And, uh, and uh, just for people's benefit, this is bylaw. This is the face covering uh, bylaw that was passed with much, <laughs> much, uh, much hullabaloo and we could never enforce it. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's the way life goes. Um, very good. So uh, I'm sure the probably Mr. Ford wants to repeal this one. Yeah, I'll make that motion. <laughs> okay. All in favor? And uh, we can go to second reading. Is that correct, Mr. Barker? I would, I would propose second reading for bylaw uh, uh, 2103 your way. Okay. All in favor? Uh, I'll move uh, that we go to third reading. Okay. Very good. All in favor? So that's unanimous. So we can go to third reading. Who wants to make? Uh, uh, I'll let Mr. Ford go to make this one. <laughs> Okay, uh, all in favor of Mr. Councillor's Ford's uh, motion to uh, to uh, to go to third ring on bylaw 2103. Okay, very good. That was just for the record, Your Worship, that was to move third reading, not to go to third reading. No, uh, Mr. Good uh, made a motion it, it, to- I had already moved to go to third reading. Yeah, and I yeah. think we voted on that. And then you made a motion to uh, for third reading. That is correct. You had said to go to third reading. Oh, he's just wanted to just wanted to clarify. Oh, okay. I see. It, I misspoke. Okay, I understand. Uh, I understand. There's no unfinished business. That is correct, Your Worship. Um, there is new business. There, um, uh, but I think uh, we we've seen most of most of these RF uh, requests uh, before. Um, so there's number one is a request for decision hazard identification policy. Um, uh, I know we've gone through this already, is but maybe we could get a just a few sentences from administration uh, to remind uh, remind us what this policy is and uh, and also to tell the public who may be viewing what uh, what the hazard identification policy is. Yep, and I'll speak to this, Your Worship. Uh, I also understand my microphone is not working that great, so I'll try to speak up and and be really clear on this. Uh, so, as you had said, we had discussed the hazard identification policy at our GMP meeting uh, last week. It's an older policy from 1996. And it was really back then to allow as a mechanism for staff, visitors and the public to identify and report on hazards uh, within the town, being work sites or town in general. Um, from in the employee's perspective, uh, legislation has significantly um, made this policy redundant. There's um, occupational health and safety acts that require hazard inspections to be done by employees as part of regular duties, whether they're um, 
annual worksite um, um, hazard assessments, uh, biannual or quarterly facility inspections, or just as part of our regular duties, whether it's tailgate meetings or the other. So this isn't needed from an employee perspective. From the public's perspective, uh, technology has given us several uh, mechanisms for the public to be able to um, report hazards to the town, whether it's um, mechanisms on our websites, we have two places to report concerns, whether it's general or bylaw related. Um, there's electronic mails, there's phoning the town office, there's letting us know via social media. So having a forum that is listed on the um, existing policy is um, not necessary at this point because there's more um, efficient ways of, of getting that information and um, letting town know. So, and there's creating hullabaloo on Facebook. There, there is. We don't, we, we don't want to promote that as an option, but um, <laughs> you know, I, I will be honest. If someone does identify something, we we do track these things and uh, treat it as a, a notification. Doesn't mean we act on it faster, but right. it does get inputted into our system. So I don't want the public to think that that's uh, the uh, concern express lane, for lack of a better word. Right, there's no guarantee that you will have seen it. <laughs> that's that's true too. We we generally do capture the stuff, but um, you know, not not everything is seen, and it might not be as efficient as uh, letting us know directly. So, okay. staff recommendation from staff is for council to repeal this policy. Um, as I said, um, there's other legislation or other um, items that have been done that. Uh, make this unnecessary and um, the processes within the policy are not needed anymore. When was this policy uh, first uh, put forward? It was 1996. I don't know if that was when it was reviewed or actually created right. and has not been reviewed since then. So okay. it's been 25 years. Very good. Okay. So um, uh, does um, so these only require uh, uh, one up and down vote policies. So uh, if you uh, is there somebody that wants to make a a motion to uh, to delete policy the hazard identification policy? Yeah, I'll move. We delete the hazard identification policy. Okay, all in favor. Uh, done. Uh, there's a request for decision on uh, the Peace River Airport land development policy. Um, I know we discussed this quite a bit on uh, the Governments and Priorities Committee meeting. Uh, this particular policy is uh, really not applicable as, uh, as there is an independent third party now managing the airport. Um, but uh, Perhaps, I don't know if it's Mr. Town or Mr. Parker or uh, um, Ms. Bell <laughs> that will uh, uh, just speak to this for the public that may not have been uh, here at the uh, Governance and Priorities Committee. Uh, these were within my department, so I will speak to them again. Okay. Uh, so the first one, and as you mentioned, um, since the airport is not a responsibility, they are um, unnecessary just based on that, but the airport land development policy um, provided guidance, especially when the um, town took over the airport back in the mid nineties. 
um, for the development um, generally of leases at the airport uh, during that transition period and kind of stated out what the uh, town and uh, should strive and look for within these leases and other planning at the airport. Um, so they're kind of more guidance documents at the time. Um, as said or stated, uh, the airport is no longer within our control. So uh, by rescinding this policy that would remove, uh, by doing so would uh, eliminate a policy that is outdated and, and unnecessary. You know, it could always be brought back if uh, the airport does change hands again, but at this time, uh, staff's opinion and recommendation is to rescind it. Well, I have a question actually for Mr. Needham. So Mr. Councillor Needham, you've been on council for closing in on 11 years now and uh, been quite involved with the Peace River Airport file. Have you ever heard of this policy? Was this policy ever presented to you? Yeah, no, I, I, I don't, I, I don't recall uh, to be perfectly blunt. But uh, I think, I think this maybe speaks to some of the, um, and I kind of mentioned this at the PG meeting about. So who who would now do this work? I mean, so we've got a third party, if you will, running the airport. So what's what is their guiding? principal document uh, and and obviously or maybe not obviously it's the MD of peace so I, I think I'm comfortable putting on a motion to repealing this uh, I guess all I'm saying uh, is that there still needs to be a governing body uh, even though we've never dealt with this but uh, it needs to be the MD of peace so I think there's there's pieces in here that simply all default to the MD of peace now but uh, to your question, Your Worship, no, I, I do not recall an instance where uh, this, uh, this because uh, in in the last uh, eleven years or so, um, there's there's been quite a quite a few uh, initiatives in terms of land development out there, and uh, I've been on council as long as you have, and. Um, the airport has taken up a significant amount of hard time and I was never made aware of this particular policy uh, um, to help guide our... Uh, no, I, I, I would concur. Us. I would concur. You know, the, the, the discussion way back when, I'm, you know, whether it was the, the, the call center that was talked about, which is now for the hospital or the... Uh, so-called APL camp or the forestry camp. Uh, forestry camp is on airport property, but APL camp is not. Um, and and again, to your point, I I don't recall this bylaw being coming forward as a as the guide to to manage this development. So I, again, I I think we're on pretty safe ground here. And as Mr. Town says, uh, if things change in a few years and we need to go back, we'll go back. Yeah. And uh, right now, I don't. I don't see any for it. Yeah. Okay, uh, Mr. Uh, Councillor Needham is. Yeah. I, well, I, I I feel like I'm occupying the microphone, Your Worship. But just very quickly, uh, I would put a motion on the floor, Your Worship, that uh, we repeal the Peace River Airport Land Development Policy. That would be P or Papa in the uh, airport lingo. Papa three five nineteen ninety four dash zero one. Very good. All in favor of Councillor Needham's motion. 
Very good. That one's also done. Uh, Peace River Airport Emergency Procedures Manual. Uh, quick overview, Mr. Town, for, uh, for the general public. Yep, just bringing it up now. This one's actually um, quite a bit easier and, and very short. The um, policy manual that was um, created and approved back in 1992. Um, this is the distribution list for that manual. So within the policy itself, it says uh, your, the airport emergency procedures manual was approved back in 92. Uh, copies have been distributed to, and then there's one, two, three, four, there's about 15 different operations and or individuals um, who would have um, either knowledge or an impact on the emergency uh, management of the airport. And it just ensured that um, a physical copy was, was put in their hands. So again, um, this was actually made redundant by our new airport operations manual, which contains the updated emergency response plan and distribution list within appendix B of that manual. Um, but then also as this is not, um, the airport's not a responsibility, this is a redundant policy. Okay, very, uh, very good. Um, is there anyone, uh, any questions? No, uh, no further questions on this, and uh, uh, I will ask for a motion to repeal the Peace River Airport Emergency Procedures Manual. Mr. Good, all in favor? Okay. Good. Uh, this is a request for a decision on the grants, uh, grants, uh, grants to groups application. Is that what it should say? This is. Um, um, I'm taking this is for the air show, Mr. Mr. Town. Uh, who's going to, uh, um, is there somebody besides you that's going to lead this, Mr. Town? Uh, no, but this should be my last one, Your Worship. Okay. So um, at our uh, meeting last week, the air show was able to come and present to council and discuss their grant application. This is the first one that we've had in about 15 months. So a little unfamiliar territory, but um, we'll probably get back into the groove on this. Um, so they did um, make the presentation. Council was able to ask questions. Um, and as part of we've been working on for the new policy, uh, there is a scoring matrix that we have uh, scored this and in, in referring back to. Um, just as a, a kind of a really quick overview, the air show is requesting an in-kind contribution for fire protection um, for the air show during the three-day event. Uh, staff had identified a couple numbers and it's important to clarify those numbers. The total in-kind contribution is valued at $12,413.04. And that is based on having personnel on the ground um, and subsequent uh, standby costs on equipment. But it is important to note that the actual expense the town will incur is $5,392.80. Um, and that is a number that would come out of the grants to groups account. Mm. Whereas the recognition we will receive from the air show will be that $12,000 number for promotional purposes. Um, just so the public's aware, they are planning to do a, a short takeoff and landing a competition and demonstration event. Um, plus uh, some other virtual um, 
flying and acrobatic um, type items that they're going to do uh, over the three-day event. Um, we did score, staff did score the application. Uh, they did receive a total score of 28. Um, and again, all the scoring is, is look, um, reviewing the application in terms of community need, community benefit, economic um, benefit to the area, uh, need for, for, this, um, for the town to provide um, assistance, which in this case is high because there aren't any other organizations that can really provide fire protection at the facility, um, plus a whole bunch of other criteria. Staff did show the last two applicants that we received, and this would have been back early 2020. Um, the Pride Society had scored a 29, and the Pond Hockey Association scored a 22. So 28 is a fairly um, high score. Yep. And again, as mentioned, um, there are really no other providers for this. So, um, you know, this um, not, okay. not much else that they can go for. So the recommendation is that. Council consider the uh, provision of the um, in-kind support for the air show for the July 16th and 18th dates. Uh, any questions of Mr. Town? Your Worship, I'm yep. not sure if I've got a question or a comment or maybe part of a strategic thought. And I, again, I, I realize that this is not the profit group and we've got new operators at the airport. And I was just, you know, the obvious question is the original five partners of the airport, have they provided any funding to this group? And I suppose you could take the position, well, that's not really our business, Mr. Needham, that's that's the organizing group. And I, I get that. I guess what I would like to throw out, and I'd be interested in my colleagues' views, if we just took the script that Mr. Town presented, this is a $12,000 contribution in real money, uh, but we're now doing 5,300. And if we took that information and wrote a support letter to our neighboring municipalities and had them consider a contribution to the air show, I, I don't know if that's appropriate or not. I'm somewhat struggling, but um, I, I, I would sure like to see our original partners step up and, and do their part. And I know we often have this funny discussion about the ski hill from our neighbors. Well, what do you guys do? And it's never really clear about, uh, you know, the, the dollars that we put in, they put in hard money, we put in other money by paying for inspections and, and those types of costs, insurance costs. So I'm rambling your worship, I guess what I would throw out there, uh, if there's any interest uh, in doing such a letter, uh, and I would leave it to you to either kill this discussion or call call for the vote. Um, well, why don't we uh, deal with the vote just on the grants to groups or, or this particular grant, and then you can make a motion to have a administration draft a letter for the mayor's signature to, to each of our uh, municipal partners in the Tri-County area and, uh, and to uh, to support the air show, very good. I would I would okay. please do that. Uh, thank you. So, who wants to make a motion? Uh, well, I, I have one question on the grants group. So, um, how much is now left in the budget on grants groups? 
Um, it'll be around $20,000 if you recall um, to our variance reporting that we had identified, we could use about $25,000 of the grants to groups um, budget to support or to uh, throw towards a business support program. That's a partnership between ourselves, the chamber and community futures. Um, so that we basically scooped half the budget for that. So this would be the first amount. So um, this will bring down that our grants to group budget to around $20,000. So how much is left then? 20, 20, 20 just under $20,000 okay. if this is approved. Okay. Um, just so that people keep that in mind, because it sounds like uh, we'll probably get rid of that 20,000 before the new council comes in. <laughs> okay, uh, so is there someone that wants to make a motion to, uh, to uh, provide uh, the air show with a, uh, with monies from the grants to group uh, uh, budget to the to the tune of so how much do we ask for twelve thousand or five thousand or Mr. Tanner? Um, I am recommending the five thousand three hundred and ninety-two and eighty cent number. That's that is our actual financial contribution that we would recognize in our financials. Okay. So who's going to uh, make Ms. Downing? All in favor? And I understand, Mr. Needham, you have a motion you wish to put on. Uh, well, if if I, thank you. You're, yeah, I would put a motion for your worship that we have administration prepare a, a short briefing note uh, and write the original airport partners. And in that note, point out our contribution that we're making and uh, and ask them to support the project the best they can. Um, yeah, I, I think you you actually want a letter to go out. Yes, I'm sorry, I maybe wasn't very clear. So yes, I'd just like a letter for the mayor's signature. Uh, I heard a lot of good information in terms of um, the charge out rates were in the $12,000 range, but the real costs were around 53. I, I think those numbers are important to uh, say to our neighbors that the server is putting uh, a serious amount of cash into this as we do pond hockey and Grimshaw and I'm not sure it always comes back so uh, I think it would be a, a I think it would be a an, an awareness letter and if the money and we're not asking for the money we're somewhat asking um, the organizing group for the money um, I believe Mr. Ford might have a question for you uh, yes, Your Worship. Thank you. So, if this is approved and the letter goes out, would you be working or with the uh, organizational group of the air show to see where they're at? For all I like, I don't know if they've made uh, presentations to some of our uh, surrounding partners yet or not, or if they've made that ask already. So, is that something we would want to check with the organizing group before we uh, drop? Yeah without stepping on some of the organizers toes yeah I, I i'm not opposed to that uh i i would still like to write the letter because the organize i i don't think people have got an awareness of the value of the service that we're providing out there so even though there's if i can use the word some cross pollination of messages i still think it's worthwhile sending the letter just again to emphasize that 
uh, and, and even the group itself, they, unless they're listening tonight, uh, they don't know that they're, they received $5,300. Yeah. Uh, but, but I, I agree. I, I, it, it, yeah. So uh, maybe, one, of your, one of your purposes is to document what we, what we actually spend and how we support uh, the uh, area regional initiatives. Uh, Ms. Manzer, I believe you had a question too. Or... Uh, no, it's been captured. Thank you, though. Okay. Uh, Ms. Downing, you look like you wanted to answer, ask a question. No, right? Your Worship, I'm fine. Thank you. Okay. Uh, um, hopefully, Ms. McQuaig has caught the motion. And uh, if I may restate it, Your Worship. Okay, very good. Uh, move Please. that council direct administration to prepare a letter for the mayor's signature. Uh, to the airport partners, advising them of the town's support of this region, regional initiative. Uh, so the former airport, to the, to the town of Peace River's former airport partners, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, all in favor? Good, done. Um, okay, the next item is... Um, a, uh, the appointment of a returning officer. That is correct, Your Worship and Council. Uh, a couple of months ago uh, in April at the GMB, we had brought forward a few items. One of the items was uh, um, uh, returning officer and substitute returning officer. Uh, council wanted us to take a look to see how many places actually had the CAO as the returning officer. Uh, we came back and the majority of them did not have the CAO as the returning officer. Uh, so following just basically the leadership of all the other municipalities, uh, we're looking at appointing uh, Mr. Greg Town as the returning officer and uh, Ruth McQuaig as the substitute returning officer. You know, the benefit, the, uh, the, uh, the upside, the silver lining to all of this is you'll be able to take some holidays, Mr. Parker. Oh, I plan on it. <laughs> Good. Um, the... Um, uh, did so I, I have a question. Uh, did we ask Ms. Bench, Ms. Renata Bench, uh, if she wanted to, if she would be willing to serve as a returning officer? She's she's filled that position before. Uh, we have not. Okay. Uh, okay. So. Uh, so you have some options there. Do anyone want to ask Mr. Parker any questions? Um, yeah, does Mr. Town want the job? I think I know my answer. <laughs> Mr. Town is willing to do the job knowing that there'll be supports in place to allow me to efficiently do it. Fair enough. Besides, uh, this is his off season right now. We had a little discussion about that. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. Uh, does somebody want, uh, so there's a number of options there. Um, does somebody want to make a motion then? Um, we, we uh, I would actually recommend uh, contacting Ms. Bench um to see if that she would be willing to take it um she's she's done the job before but i suspect that she may not be available 
I'll get the ball rolling here on a motion. I'll go for the recommendation that we appoint Mr. Town as the returning officer, and Mrs. McQuaig as the substitute returning officer for the Town of Peace River for the 2021 municipal election. Okay. So uh, any, uh, any further comments? There's none. Uh, I'll call for a vote on that. All in favor? Done. And I'm sorry to you too. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, the mayor's attendance at Canada Day. Um, oh, Ms. Bell shows up. <laughs> I've always been here. I've just been dark, dark screen. You have a bit of an echo in your room. Yeah, Sorry. that's okay. It adds an ambiance to the meeting. I'll turn down my volume, maybe that's why. Um, your Worship and Council, we are planning a small Canada Day celebration, specifically a flag raising ceremony on the July 1st date. Um, there is a plan for a week of smaller activities, some in person, some virtual, sort of providing a balance to the community. Unfortunately, Canada Day is on the cusp of the stage three potential. So planning for a maybe is difficult to do. So we're trying to find a balance of offering some in-person and some virtual options um, while offering a very small controlled uh, flag raising event of which we're requesting the mayor designate to attend and uh, assist right. with the flag raising and provide some words on behalf of the town of Peace River. Right. Um, I'm, I'm willing to do it. Um, uh, what time is it? I believe 10 a.m. 10 a.m.? Yes. And uh, if, if I don't show up, Ms. Manzer, would you be able to <laughs> take over? Be, are, are you planning on attending the flag raising event? Then? I usually do, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah I think you do. Uh, so um, I'm, I'm willing to do that. Uh, I just need council's support to attend. Well, I don't usually charge for these things anyhow. So um, the uh, I will uh, I will obviously make the proper uh, atonements for Canada's past, <laughs> but at the same time, I, I did hear uh, a good line from uh, from Mayor uh, uh, Nenshi who uh, talked about that uh, um, while we have some. Uh, dark spots in our past, uh, um, and I, I can't remember the quote, so I'll, I'll have to look it up. But uh, we, the Canada of the future, is is the right country and the right peoples to uh, to rectify those those uh, wrongs. So that that'll probably be the uh, that'll be the. Uh, That'll be the message. Um, uh, so perhaps a motion to allow me to go. Questions? Um, I have a question, Your Worship. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah, so my, my question would be, I understand we're having fireworks. Correct. So I, my question is actually for Chief Harris. I see he's on the, uh, on the meeting. And uh, with the... Uh, with the fireworks going on, I know you're quite involved with them, and so is the department. How 
with the MDF piece 135 and one of our other surrounding uh, neighbors have a, a fire ban in effect. Uh, how how is this going to is it going to affect uh, the fireworks that uh, we do in town here at all? Because I know we're under an advisory right now, but uh, other areas are under full fire ban. That's a good question. Yeah, if it's I mean, if it's within the town limits, which which the fireworks are, then it's it's whatever restrictions we have in place. Um, and like currently, we do not have a fire ban. Um, and and I don't see changing. Obviously, it's dependent on weather between now and June thirtieth. Um, if a, if conditions were requiring a fire ban, then the fireworks would not go ahead. So oh, I, under, I do understand we've got rain coming in the next few days, so hopefully that helps. Right. Um, so uh, the fireworks will be on the, the uh, on the eve of Canada Day, so June no. the 30th? Ju yes, June the 30th, that's correct. And if for some reason there's a uh, rain delay, they would then be on the eve of July 1st. Okay, very good. Um, yeah, we haven't had a motion on this yet. Mr. Good. Oh, yeah, I, that, that's a very good motion. All in favor? <laughs> I'm sorry about that, Mike. It was the motion I assume was to to have yes. the mayor designate. Uh, it was. Yeah. Thank you. Um, there's a National Indigenous Peoples Day Festival. And uh, I'm sure you're going to advise me of this. Um, well, maybe it's Autumn that's going to advise me of this. But you, I, I, I've essentially committed to this. But how, how, is, how does this fit in with the COVID restrictions that are out there right now? I can speak to that, Autumn, briefly for you. Um, the any group gathering or public activity events can be a maximum of 150. Oh, in oh stage okay. two, so it's appropriate. Okay. They're, and they're well aware, the group is aware of those restrictions. It was part of the consultation when they booked the park. All right. Yeah. Although I, I doubt very much we're going to have somebody standing around counting if there's 150 or 151 or even if there's 250. Um, very good. So uh, this is another uh, request for the mayor or designate to, uh, to make a... Uh, uh, just some some comments uh, for the National Indigenous Peoples Day Festival. Um, obviously, I will talk to that. This is a great opportunity to uh, um, to uh, to rebuild uh, rebuild Indigenous culture in this in our country. So uh, maybe. Um, Autumn, did you want to add some items here? Or uh, you... No, that's, uh, that covers it. The event's on Saturday, I believe, the 19th. So Yeah, this coming Saturday. So. Yeah. And uh, the start time is? That I actually don't have offhand. I'd have to pull up the invite and follow up with that. Okay. And the flag at the roundabout will still be the pride flag because it's pride week, correct? No, not no. A, uh, that comes down on the 18th. Okay. Okay. 
Very good. Um, so a motion just to have the mayor and or designate to attend. Your Worship, I'll, I'll move that mayor and or okay. designate attend. Okay. June 19th celebration. Okay, all in favor? Great, uh, I understand there's no reports. Um, surprisingly, there's no information as well. As well. Uh, any notices of motion, Mr. Parker? There are none, Your Worship. Very good. Um, I'm, I suspect that there's no comments from the public that may be viewing this via the live stream. Ms. Autumn. Uh, we've received none, no. Okay, um, would you, uh, Ms. Autumn, would you care to speak to what you believe the key communication items will be coming out of this meeting? Yes, um, we've got a bunch of bylaws. So we've got the debentures, two sets of them, the ones uh, approved tonight for third reading, and then the other set that just went out for first reading. We have some mandated advertising we'll be doing around that, as well as the repeal of the mask bylaw. Um, I've got air, air show in kind support. Um, the Canada Day details, I have the final information for that. So we'll be publishing that on the website, social media, all that stuff in the next day or so. I just have a list of things to work through at this point. And then uh, National Indigenous Peoples Day uh, coming up for the 21st, where we'll have a statement going out for that. Should we even advertise the... Uh... The repeal of the town's uh, masking bylaw because uh, there will still be a provincial masking bylaw in place, right? And we don't want to give people the impression that uh, that. Uh, I that think it's. Go ahead. I, I think it's important to be clear, um, and in that capacity, we definitely should uh, announce that the bylaw has been repealed. But while we do that, we can explain the current situation as it stands, which okay. really day-to-day -day people's experiences, nothing is going to change, but um, that bylaw is no longer in place and we have got a bunch of information about it in various places. So we need to do a process that formally pulls that back. In, in the course of doing that, we can refer back to the provincial rules, which again, okay. still remain in place. Okay, very good. Um, anything else you wanna add? Ms. Hume? That's everything I okay. have. Very good. Um, Mr. Mayor, yeah. I, I know it wasn't really one of our things here, but um, the pool, I believe, is opening like this week and stuff like that might be worth a mention just to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, we did a um, we did an announcement about the facility reopening last week. Um, we've got the schedule for the pool is online now and registration not sure if it's opened yet but it um should be open either today or in the near future um, good um so i think the mayor i mean the deputy mayor is just asking that we uh, perhaps reiterate that uh, just so that we can get some bums in the pool and <laughs> bums on the into the into the complex so we can start uh, generating some revenues and paying off the debt on those facilities. Um, very good. Uh, so we will now go into, so I'll take a motion to go in 
well, not, I guess the modern word is closed session. I always refer to it as in camera. So should the motion be to go to closed session or motion to go in camera, I guess, Phil? Closed session is the correct term. Yeah, okay. Mr. Good, are you making that motion? I'll move we go into closed session. Okay. All in favor? Very good. Uh, so if we can go into the breakout room. We are now live. Okay. So Tom is chairing. Okay. Um, um, I understand that there is one motion uh, coming under this close, the closed session. So if we could uh, uh, have someone present that motion, Ms. Manzer. I move that uh, council, the Town of Peace River accept Bill Holtby and Associates proposal to connect, conduct a CAO performance appraisal with a maximum value of $10,000. Oh, you're actually okay. I thought you're, we- Ed agreed not to include a price on that, Your Worship. Right, that's what I thought. So, uh, my apologies, totally. Right. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, all okay. So, my Go motion ahead. is to hire um, Bill Holtby and Associates uh, to accept their proposal to conduct a CAO performance appraisal. Okay, all in favor? Um, and uh, it's so that Your motion is passed, and uh, we will now a motion to adjourn the meeting. I take it, Mr. Ford. All in favor? Okay, meeting adjourned. <laughs>